Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I don't know why we're being so loud I'm here. good too, thank you for asking. I don't know either. It's very rude. <laughs> You're very... It's rude to the peoples in the house that are trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah, those guys over there in the house. Hey. Oh. Hey, wake hey. up. Christopher Wow. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, I've never heard Christopher wow. Walken laugh. I don't. That's I a, don't know how that man laughs. Probably a good point. Yeah, I don't know how he laughs. Like, what would it sound like for him to laugh? <laughs> I imagine he's. Uh, <laughs> Ha 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 now I yeah I did uh, kind of like the worst fortune cookie ever yeah and, and I have to say now that I'm looking at a picture of this thing it it, it is literally the size of like a three by five card and it's typed and it's like all kinds of shortcuts like like linguistic shortcuts to larger words um, like for example it says terrorism but it's terror. And then apostrophe M. Shootings is shoot mm -hmm. apostrophe GS. And I, it's just very strange. I don't really get it. Um, there's a lot of math going on, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to try to read it because I think it's interesting. Um, Secret Societies, here on called SS... Ties to terrorism, shootings, and riots are not reported. JFK warned of SS, secret societies. Europe's Aryan elite leads the secret society system. A secret sign system unites the secret societies. Secret society symbols tied to Saturn, God of Time, Lord of the Rings, Toyota <laughs> RGS, Nazis, Black Eye Sun, Black Sun, I, Target, CBS, Prayer wheel cross plus with RG fire KKK China who Islam crescent who oh HOW Islam's crescent I think that's the World Health Organization Oshar. yeah okay secret societies agents throughout society incite division and confusion conditioning us to be controlled Rel's SS corpse emerge at the top. Vatican, Europe, FBI's Ring of Stars, um, Mafia's Ring Kissing, Islam, Hindu, and Vat's Rosary, Vatican's Rosary, Jews Star, Vatican Exxon Double, plus Red Orange, plus Cringe Ball, Crest, <laughs> oh, Crest, Crest Mobile Golf, <laughs> Sorry, ball. cringe ball. If I crumbled this up, this would be a cringe ball. <laughs> it would be, yeah. 
Uh, SS say Sat was Saturn was near Earth, Golden Age when gods ruled, tip offs, NWO, New Age change, signing uses signs and mo- motions, horns, okay, fist, Black Lives Matter, palm forward, hand, frequent pointing, thumbs up, touching, ear and chin, pinching, cuff, finger, showing watch color. Fauci, Shaq, Oprah, top leader, signs. <laughs> Shaq's involved in everything, isn't he? <laughs> symbols, symbols with Saturn's colors. LGBT, Tide, colored dots and squares. AIM, BMW, and Google. Ball and dots, Saturn with moons. Bird, NRA. Flower, rays, CDC, Fox. Uh, uh, shell, spiral, E9. Clock, pillar, tower. Bars, lines, 11, Audi, C-E-N-N, 7-11. Crown, gem, it's just random fucking words. Crown, gem, slash, cap, slash, key, stone, snake, secret society, hide a tiny race called Dragon King, Saturn's Royal Farms. I want to see this tiny race. Their long skulls and cave cities were found in Peru, Turkey, Easter Island, uh, DK's agenda. I don't know who. Oh, Dragon King's agenda is uh, so, s- socialism. I I don't know. S O C apostrophe M. Uh, caste system. Male with pedophilia. Male or family and social destabilization. Chronic debt. Drugs. Immigration. Symbols include the shield. Harvard and Yale. Uh, Maltese uh, plus mill. Grail cup. Letters like with light rays and dots, uh, Brillo and Mots. They're okay. <laughs> Scales N A A C P, N W A C P. Pyramid, Paramount, Sitco, Swastika, geometric like star like symbols, B P, W M, Brit. I think it's flag. William Morris. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with that. Blue plus square plus C R plus oval, N E A. BK, Ford, P- Pfizer, Pillsbury, Archgate, Torch, Suns, Torch, Suns, Rays with MTCR, RG dots, Post and Folgers, Maze, Web, Woven Symbols like World Bank and UN, Altered t- Tile, Tilting, Altered, Tiltered, Rays, Letters, Squares, Chevy, Jesuits, Jello, and Dominoes, Confederate flag, flag, uh, X skull and bones. Resi- suspicion and resistance is growing. DK, uh, Dragon Kings must act fast. They need to disarmed populations. What is this like? What is the purpose of all this? Like, in le- is it is it like a coded message? Did did we just read I- a fucking coded message? Meant I for really someone else. feel like after reading it again, because I couldn't, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, if you hadn't sat here and read it from front to back, I'm not sure that I ever would have completely paid that much attention to it. But it seems to me that they're pointing out symbols that that supposedly mean something and the yeah. businesses that use them. So right. they are... Um, uh, is, is this some kind of advertisement shaming? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, um, uh, 
I don't I don't like these these companies advertisements because I feel like there's a secret message. This is literally the craziest thing I have ever um I've ever seen. Like just conspiracy theory stuff that you specifically are pointing out and some of them are capitalized like Folgers, but Prillo and Mott's <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mott's applesauce is probably not involved in some secret society. Now, now if they are, I got egg on my face, I guess, huh? Because I refuse to believe that my applesauce is a symbol of a terrorist organization. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> how can you know in this crazy world anymore? Oh, it's, it's all, true. How can you know? Oh, I figured I out. Just... <laughs> I figured out why my, my why my sound was so demonic and squeaky the last time. It was, oh yeah. Yeah, it was because somehow my system had defaulted to using my uh, web my, my webcam's mic, which oh. is apparently horrible. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it sounds like demon babies and. I don't know something. Uh, I thought I thought maybe you were gonna say one of these secret societies got to got to your microphone before we were able to uh, to go on here and and we're we're somehow messing with it. I don't know, man. Uh, the uh, the company that this made this is probably not important enough to be in part of one of those secret societies. They're probably like one of those one of those guys who's like like the CEO shows up and they're like, So do you guys think maybe like this year? Like, well no, I'm sorry, not this year. Try again next year. We'll see ya. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> you know <laughs> he gotta go back to his his lonely mansion and say, uh, if only I made better webcam microphones. Under, I just want to know what this tiny race called the Dragon Kings. I I feel like they well, sound fucking awesome. Well, first of all, the Dragon Kings sounds like the name of an LA-based gang to me, and I'm thinking like you know like their colors are yellow and black, or green and black, hmm. or green and yellow. I would have thought maybe a house band for a really low rent uh, rock bar. You know, like, ladies and gentlemen, the Dragon Kings, you know, and they come out and play like covers of stuff from the 80s and 90s. I don't know. I'm just thinking like a lot of guys with tattoos and like scars yeah. and you no, know, I mean, but instead of doing music, they're doing crime. Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, you can do music and crime. Yeah. Yeah, that makes them more popular. Like, hey, after this, we're going to rob a bank. Yeah, we are Dragon Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he's joining us at First National. <laughs> on the corner of 3rd and Main. Woo! <laughs> I, uh, I just know that uh, I'm going to pay a lot more attention to to advertisements and uh, the shapes and colors of things now because of this unfortunately it's going to stick in my head when I, I go past the coffee aisle and when I'm getting my cereal and I'll be like oh, Post and Folgers I always knew they were up to something excuse me Chevy, Jesuits, Jello and Domino's I, I had a feeling 
excuse me, that something was going on there with Chevy and Jello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, there was no mention of Oreo, so we're still safe in that department. I don't know. Was was Nabisco one of the ones that was listed in here? I almost feel like it had to have been. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't really feel like searching through it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not either. It, it, you know, I just gave it like a real cursory glance, and nothing jumped out at me. So I'm gonna say I don't think it was. But I'm interested also why the why they brought up the Dragon Kings being this tiny race that's being hidden, but then at the end. It uh, it definitely is a cry for the dragon dragon kings to, to disarm down. populations and 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 come out. Yeah, you know, like to come out of their hiding. Although it doesn't seem like they're hiding on purpose. It seems like they're being hidden. A tiny race called the Dragon Kings. Uh, if you could drop us a line at Storytime with Tom and Mike at gmail.com, you know, let us know what you're about. Yeah, we'd I'm love to very, hear from I'm you. very curious. I'm very curious now. If anybody has any information on this uh, secret society being hidden by the secret societies of uh, small, uh, I'm assuming diminutive people. I don't know. I mean, that's that's what I gather from from the words "tiny rates." I mean, is it tiny as in there's only like a couple of them, or is it tiny as in they're very small? I was wondering. I'm, that, I'm wondering that myself. Um, I I I prefer, and maybe this is this is um, because it, it's just more fantastical this way. I prefer to believe it's a tiny race of like there's tiny little creatures. That's what I think. Like little putty and small, like, like yeah, like the size of awesome. GI Joe characters. Yeah, yeah. And I'm picturing them like the Slee Stacks from Land of the Lost. Hmm. See, I prefer to think that they are a much more technologically advanced race. And unfortunately, they're being held back for fear that, uh, you know, the uh, military-industrial complex, if they got a hold of them, would force them into labor making the smallest of the smallest of the tiniest possible electronic microchips and so forth and that they're being held back for their own good so maybe the secret societies are doing something good for these dragon kings I don't know hmm hmm conspiracy theories aren't really my thing as you may be able to tell <laughs> I, I noticed yes I, I'm just a little interested <sighs> Maybe your memory of Land of the Lost is 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 fuzzy because uh, the Slee stacks were actually super complicated or super technologically advanced. It's just that some of them had slipped back into this slithering mindlessness. They were, but that's were, all that I can think of is the slithering mindlessness and the uh, you know monster like qualities of them, not their intelligence. Well, there were some dudes that were in there who were like, there was one who was like the counselor or the librarian or something like that, and and he was like all super wise and friendly and everything, and he showed them how the uh, the pylons worked. That show had hmm. some pretty fucked up, like mythos to it. If you actually like sit and watch it again, um, it, it is like there's just weird shit throughout like they have these pylons and they're controlled by different crystals and based on what mm -hmm. you do with the crystals like the different pylons each have a function um, and their functions are there to like control the 
the land, but used independently, they do all kinds of crazy shit. Like one of them takes you to different dimensions. And I remember being in awe of this as a kid, this idea that like the door opened and there was this giant vacuum cleaner monster of some kind. (laughs) And it was like, Oh my God. And I had dreams about that thing. And I was fascinated by it and horrified by it in equal measure because I was like, Oh, so it, it just eats giant pieces of trash. Like, what's it doing? You know, and and I rewatched <laughs> it, and the the special effects are abysmally terrible. Oh you yeah, know, there's but but it was pretty convincing for a kid, you know, especially a kid who didn't have like CGI, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So <laughs> it was like, whoa, it's cool. There's vacuum monster whatever but uh, i don't know man i just i loved land of the lost that was a great show was land of the lost the one with that weird little monkey kid yes chaka 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 okay i know i said chaka i know i uh i made it a soft c instead of a hard c there but uh yes chaka which that thing always freaked me out (laughs) (laughs) whatever i would happen to catch that i can still remember now i i watch a lot of doctor who now Mm -hmm. mainly because it's i mean it's available to me on a channel 24 hours a day it's between that and uh and ink master tattooing competitions right now but uh i can recall catching doctor who and just being like oh this is so weird I don't know if I even want to watch this. And then, like, Land of the Lost kind of held the same kind of thing for me, where I was just like, that monkey thing freaks me the fuck out, and I don't think I can watch it. It's scaring me. (laughs) (laughs) I was very very judgmental. You were very easily frightened if that was what frightened you. It just it just freaked me out because I was like, oh, why why is it like that? I don't understand. You know that uh, when you're younger, if you don't understand something, your first instinct uh, a lot of times just is to be afraid of it, it. or yeah. destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not 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 try to understand it like no. a uh, you know like a rational you know curious adult might. Although no, just I shouldn't say it. that because yeah, there's a lot of adults that would just demolish shit too and not try to understand them either. But you know, I uh, I just that's that's like my main memory of that show and and also yes, yeah, some of the terrible terrible uh, special effects. We were we were treated to, well, I mean. <laughs> we're in again this is our generation sort of speaking out uh how we started out analog and ended up digital Mm -hmm. when we were kids there were no special effects the way there are special effects now like everything was done was done with a like a camera and some tubing or some piping or some direct miniatures miniatures or you know, God knows what they would. Everything was done practically, and you know, in your video games, uh, it was the most simple graphics you can imagine. Just like a dot that replicated or represented like whatever game you were playing, like main character or puck or or golf ball or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And each game, despite being radically simple, felt completely unique from the other ones. 
there were a couple that were pretty similar to one another, but for the most part, yeah. they happened to have, like, the the creators each sort of went in their own completely different direction and said, let's try this, let's try that. And Atari games were, were like... I remember when Pitfall came out, and that was the, what you might call the first AAA release. It was like everybody wanted Pitfall. That's mm-hmm. all anyone was talking about. That was what every magazine, like every gaming magazine, was featuring it. Every software magazine was featuring it, doing a piece on it, saying how it was revolutionary. And the game is shit. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's fucking terrible. But you know what? You didn't know that at the time. Oh yeah, you were just—it's like, like still to this day uh, two of my favorite Atari games that I absolutely uh, love. That if I find a disc of Activision Classics that works with one of my systems, I would definitely get it. Were uh, Pole Position, which mm-hmm. apparently is some closely guarded secret game that you can't get a hold of because any of the Activision Classic uh, compilations that I've seen, I've never seen it. And Barnstorming. Barnstorming. Like, I remember that game, I think. I love I that think. game. I used to you like flying along and you'd hit one of the ducks and it'd go doot, doot, doot as it bounced off your propeller. Because that's what happens in real <laughs> life. When you hit a when you hit a goose or a duck in the air with an airplane, it just goes doot and bounces off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I just uh, I don't know. I'm like thinking back to all the video games, like and the graphics, and like the old movies and the and the special effects, and 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 you know you're looking at today's shit, and it's like it's not really hard to convince somebody today, um, you know, just spend you know a hundred hours rendering something somewhere, and surprise and behold, you've got such and such saying this thing i mean there's technology now that you can map somebody's voice and replicate mm-hmm. it to the point where only a, um like a listening device like 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 software would be able to tell it wasn't legitimately the real person because uh it emulates it so well and it's like so you can feed that in with deep fakes and what you end up with is a completely convincing lie how the mm-hmm. fuck? How the fuck are we supposed to believe anything that comes forward from any point now until infinity? <laughs> I uh, I don't have an answer for that, and you're absolutely right because it uh, it it is. Uh, you could show me a picture of of anything, and I could and I could sit there and look at it and go, I don't. I'm suspect of this. Even video pictures, mm-hmm. evidence of every kind. Like I'm convinced that if somebody really is out to get you for something, and they have the means, anybody can prove anything at any time. Absolutely, anything about you, your entire life can be smeared, and and I mean it, it's getting to the point where information is more powerful than than bullets, that you can be slaughtered, effectively, um, by just planted evidence, or mm-hmm. or or you know, planted information, you oh, know, yeah. and destroy that person's life forever you know and 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 in many ways that's that's more effective because it's less obvious if if all your enemies suddenly end up dead 
you know, well, that's one thing. But if all of their secrets get leaked, every single one of them, mm-hmm. holy shit, that's bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some bad it- luck they're, they've got there. <laughs> <laughs> I think if all your enemies perished, that would also uh, point a big fat finger at you. Well, if they perished of their own foolishness or, or you know, like committed suicide, okay. you know, something yeah. like right. that. I'm saying I'm saying exp- like exposing them, not even lying about who they are, just exposing them because, you know, most of these powerful people have some skeletons in their closets. You know, they they've got some deeply closeted and very dark shit probably in their heads uh, and in their hearts that that uh, they don't act upon in waking life but you know uh, uh, they maybe have a subscription to something <laughs> you know what I mean and, and, and like they don't want that getting out even if it's relatively tame like like you know like maybe they're bronies or something <laughs> <laughs> Bronies. Like, like, can't we imagine, for example, that maybe uh, uh, Don Jr. is a fucking brony? I was thinking of Elon Musk, and I have no idea why his name popped into my head, but I could definitely see him doing that. Being a brony, really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know why. It just seems to fit. I don't know. I don't see that exactly. I don't know what I see. I see, like... Elon Musk being really into Dungeons and Dragons if he ever found out about it. Like, he's too goddamn busy working, but like, I bet that he'd be like, like, all right, I want my warrior to fight the dragon. And then like, he'd roll his dice and they'd be like, Elon, we've been playing for 40 hours. Can we go home? He's like, fuck you. I will fire your ass. Now roll the fucking dice. <laughs> It's like we just we just want to go home to our families, Elon. Please. He, We've been he has to get up to go so to the bathroom long. for a moment. Everybody runs out. They get home, and there he is sitting in their living room with the game sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Inexplicably. <laughs> he invented time travel just for that. Yeah, he's got like blink technology. I said time travel. I meant teleportation, but you know what I was going for there. I wanted to talk about uh, a game I've been playing. Uh, It's called um, Deathloop. And it's made by the same people who made Dishonored. So it's a Bethesda release under the Arcane imprint. So... It is, I've only been playing it for about, I've only played it for about an hour so far, maybe an hour and a half. And uh, what I get from it so far is that you are caught in some kind of temporal loop where you die every day and you wake up on the same beach. And Mm. um, you have to kind of figure out like you have free reign of this entire island, but everybody on the island hates you and wants you to die uh, because you're <laughs> you're wanted for something. But it's not clear what you're wanted for or what you did wrong. All you're all all you know is that you're basically being hunted down by everyone who's in 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 the world, and uh, or in this little black rock reach, black rock, whatever the hell this place is that you're at. 
And so you're wandering around trying not to get killed and sort of figuring out what this place is and finding clues and stuff. And there's a, a distinctly dishonored feel to it, but it's its own aesthetic and it's its own like it's like all the guts of Dishonored are there. But it's it's got a completely different coat of paint, a completely different everything. The engine is the same. Um but uh, the mechanics themselves are a little different. You do have special powers, like you can like double jump and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, so far, just the little bit of time I've spent playing it, I, I'm I'm liking it. I won't call it super innovative. It's not anything we haven't seen before, but it's it it's an interesting. And I I, I will I'm I reserve the right to change my mind about that later because there is two ways to play the game well there's many ways to play the game it's a play Mm -hmm. by your style but there's two main ways to play either as this one character whose job it is to break the loop or you can go online and play to protect the loop as the other character because you're both like assassins Hmm. so I'm wondering if once, but you can't get into into the, the online missions until you've reached a certain point in the main mission so I'm wondering if like it's one of those things like uh, just sort of ties itself together and tells a deeper story through that because so far the the story is not moved enough for my taste but it's does everybody have freakishly large hands no well that doesn't seem to be no they, they actually have normal size hands so Obviously, their me- their their meshes are all new, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's an interesting concept for a game. Uh, I I need a couple more hours um, in the in the in the pilot seat to really be able to say whether or not it's a great game or just an okay game. You know, while we're while we're talking about video games, I've went back into the uh, Wayback Machine, and uh, not really that far way back, but uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I tripped across something last night that made me that made me giggle like a kid because it was funny. There's a there's a mission where you have to get this uh, supposed champion to the Olympics, and his name is Testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, such sophomoric humor out of this video game makes me laugh. And as it turns out, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If you know, if you haven't played this part of this game, that's easily, I think, like five years old by this point. Uh, but he ends up falling into shark-infested water just off of the dock and getting killed uh, directly in front of you after you've gone through the trouble of sailing him from one end of the fucking map to the other. And uh, but his name being Testicles was still. Was still humorous to me. Testicles. It made me wonder if there was anybody in the ancient world named Testicles. Well, I mean, it, it seems like that would happen, right? I it mean, there's could. only there's only so many ways that you can say things. There's only so many words and sounds that you can make. So, eventually, someone had to be called, te- you know, Testicles, or you know, <laughs> like Testosticles, maybe. Like, I am the god of testosterone. I am warm and greasy. I am buttered up for your pleasure. Ooh. 
Well, testicles did have a thing for this uh, particular massage oil that you had to uh, basically learn how to make and then make and take it to him to lure him to go with you on your ship to take him to the Olympics. It was such a like uh, such a storyline for for an ending that the ending that he got it was ridiculous. But yes, he would have been uh, he would have been buttery smooth and smelled uh, like, like like olive oil. Oh, myrrh? Yeah. I don't know if you want to smell I think there was some myrrh inside there. I don't know. I think, like, whatever it was, supposedly it smelled good, according to the writers of the game. <laughs> well, the writers of the game are also framing in the in the minds of people from the time frame that that particular game is taking place, right? So You, you telling me the things that smelled bad smelled good then? No, I'm saying that, that, that certain odors were more desired... In different cultures mm. and times, and might be a little too funky for us. Myrrh is a very, if I remember correctly, is a very bitter smelling, like resin. So yeah, I, I wouldn't know. have any idea. I just know that uh, that's supposedly on the uh, on the day of Christ's birth. Uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh were the three things that were well, that were delivered. Because it was know, fucking so. expensive. Frankincense and myrrh were expensive. They're both resins, if I'm correct. I have to look that up. I would have no idea. And I'm not interested enough to look at it. <laughs> Frankincense is a hardened gum-like material or resin that comes from the trunk of the boswella tree. Oh. People use the oil on their skin and for aromatherapy. It seems to kill some types of bacteria and fungi or yeasts. It's commonly used as a fragrance in soaps, lotions, and perfumes. Hmm. Myrrh, on the other hand, is a sap-like substance, a resin, that comes out of cuts and barks of certain trees. In foods and beverages, it's used as a flavoring component. In manufacturing, it's used as a fragrance, as an incense, and also a fixative in cosmetics. It's also used in embalming. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Nice to know. It's kind of a uh, one-stop shop for everything you need kind of a deal. You can use it in your food. You can use it to embalm. You can use it in uh, fragrances and yeah. and fixative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fixative for your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and stick your dentures in with it. Yeah. And you'll also have uh, very Murray breath. <laughs> Murray. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, Merry. I could have roped the moon for you. <laughs> a little something from uh, It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Hog. Uh, talking about hogs. Yeah, what about them? That fantastic uh, Reddit group that what? we've both seen, where where they talk about cranking their hogs all the time. I don't remember this one. You don't remember that one? No, no, I don't. Oh my goodness! And now you're gonna make called? me look it up. Now you're gonna make me look it up because I can't remember. I can't remember what the name of the group was, but I do know that they talk about cranking their hogs and and other stuff all the time. I haven't seen it in quite a while, in fact.
It always made me smile. When I was having a bad day, I'd go and look at the wolf pack. And then I'd be like, everything's gonna be okay. Because I can pump my hog. <laughs> Why'd you stop? You were on a roll there. You had to keep going. Oh, it's called the underscore pack. Oh, you found of it. I found the name of it. I don't see it though. I don't I just really don't think it exists anymore. Let's get back to the fucking podcast. Okay. I mean, we're keep obviously we're keeping all of that. <laughs> of course. Because Why wouldn't good. we? It was good quality podcasting for the whole family. <gasps> I've found it. Y'all motherfuckers have a point. Why am I insulin so expensive? <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. If well, I ain't fishing, I'm doing something else. It's un- under the. It's all capitals. The underscore pack. Oh. This butthole should come with an asthma pump. <laughs> My dad survived COVID, motherfuckers. His heart wore out 18 months later from being a badass. What kind of LF bait do you hosses use to catch a northern hog cranker? <laughs> I told you this about hog and cranking hogs in there. Dear liberals, it's my choice whether or not I want to touch my privates in my 2016 Dodge Challenger. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I ate those ghost peppers again. Guess this must be that ring of fire Johnny Cash was talking about. (laughs) Carpe diem, more like carpal tunnel from cranking so much hog. Dude, they're... Their sidebar is hilarious. It's like fucking. It's got to be about two thousand words, of of just madness. My favorite one though, and I kept a picture of it. That's how I found the thing. It says, "I can't wear a mask. I have a lung problem." Yeah, all right, lady. I have huge nuts, but I still wear pants to work. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly my favorite one off of there. Oh. I was at my friend's house today, and we were talking about, like, you know, hijinks that you would get to in high school. You know, like, different sex-type things, like where you would go to try to get laid, like, like under the kitchen table in the, in the, in the, in the lunchroom, or, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, like... Like uh, uh, out on the football field, or or you know, right there on the fifty yard line, or you know, you go to the. I'd like to you know go to the park, not the parking lot, the uh, the playground, and get on one of the the the, the rocking things, mm-hmm. you know, and just sort of have my mouth open and just cock sock whatever is in front of me, like as I'm rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a good one. Yeah, and then and then I'll like I'll like get on the the uh, what you call the the teeter totter, and, and and have someone like have their butt up in the air, and I'll sort of stand over them, and then someone else on the other end kind of also does this, and then we sort of like 
teeter tot fuck. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm just thinking about using different playground equipment as, as like sexual Olympics. Well, you could do the monkey bars and do pull ups while somebody's penetrating you from the back. Yeah. I, I want penetration to be a part of most of these because um, they just feel like, I don't know, it feels right. Um, yeah, well, duh. You know, of course it does. And and I don't think that there should be any padding at all. I I really think that this should be as depraved as possible. There should be a a, a like a playground that no child would use. <laughs> well, I would hope at this point because there's sure to be uh, bodily oh, fluids oh, all yeah. over the place. Fuck tons to come. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like walking through the uh, through the jizz moppers world at the uh, fucking strip club. Jizz moppers world, you know, like what they have to do every day. Oh, like a day in the life of the jizz mopper. Yes, yes. I thought you meant like jizz moppers world. Like that's a place that you go. Like jizz moppers world, we've got everything you need. Everything smells like weeping willow trees. Jizz moppers world, everything's really slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's the place. I remember one time I, I had that discussion with somebody. They're like, I don't know. I don't have any idea what jizz smells like, dude. I don't smell that stuff. I'm not gay. And I'm like, um, if you've ever jerked off, how could you not know what it smells like? like well, I don't jerk I'm, off. It's touching yourself. That's gay. Yeah, man. It's That's totally gay. I'm like, I don't purposely smell shit, but I know what it smells like. <laughs> Well, that's always like people say, how do you know what it tastes like? Like, because I can smell it, stupid. Of course, <laughs> yeah. all it takes is a little bit of imagination and boom, I'm there. All right? I'm right there yeah, on and, it. And farts are actual fecal matter, little particles of it floating through the air. So if you're smelling it, you're also tasting it. You're eating it. Yes. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. You have ingested so much of my fecal matter flakes over the years flakes yeah i said flakes. flakes i meant to say i meant to say flex no no you didn't because you never did because they did not pass through the barriers of your underwear and your jeans <laughs> that's what you think oh it's what i know that is that is why the surgeon general requires us to wear underwear <laughs> Surgeon Jenner requires us to wear underwear. You yeah. know, speaking of buttholes and so forth, I got an interesting email the other day that was addressed to me, and it came from your colon. Oh. So my actual colon sent me an email, apparently. It makes me wonder what's going on when I go in to get a, uh, you know, to get exams done and stuff, like, are they putting microchips in my butt to make it sentient? To make my colon able to send me messages? Because it had a good point. It said, this Greek nutrient stops constipation. And it's a simple, quote, poop fix ends constipation fast. All natural without laxatives or any weird pill. But I was amazed that my colon was kind enough to think of the rest of me Enough to send an email, knowing that that was a medium that would get through. Hmm. Have you ever, you've never received an email from your colon? Never. 
Although I did get, I did get some pretty interesting emails. Uh, I just, you, you, you prompted me to go into my favorite spam uh, folder, and uh, let's see, what do we got here? Happy Wow. This is from Happy Wow. What are you doing today? Hey, sexy, I just moved to your area. I found your profile and I would love to talk with you more. I am 23 female. I am free all day if you would like to meet. Sounds realistic. Yeah, she seems like a nice girl. Uh, I got 1-800-DENTIST-PARTNERS and the question is, uh, got teeth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jennifer <laughs> Jennifer Pug emailed me with regarding make Jennifer Pug feel sweet here, Thomas. Jennifer Pug? <laughs> P-U-G-H, I don't know. Pug Pug. Pew? Pew. I don't know, either way, either way, it's not it's not a flattering sound. Oh, here's a good one. Uh from Ecobi, your penis will come back to life when you're on Levitra. Bring back life to the bedroom with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He says it's the way it's spelled. It's all these extra letters, and it makes me think of the guy from fucking Galaxy Quest. Like, you are our only hope. <laughs> oh my goodness I like when I get those emails that, that come through and like the words are not even a language that anybody speaks oh yeah like it's just like gibberish letters that all like f six consonants in a row and you're like what is that supposed to be <laughs> those are always my favorites unfortunately I don't have any particular um Examples at this current moment because I cleaned out my email a while ago uh, today. But uh, if I, you know, if, if I were to do it, it's always like Jarba Flab, Slabadoo, we got poop, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck does that even say? And of course, I would never open anything like that, but somebody out there does. Somebody out there's like, I gotta find out what Jarba means. <laughs> and that and 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 the ones that are sending me stuff about about my penis, I must apparently say things way too loud about my dick so that they all know. They all know that uh, you know. I but feel like I could be a little bit bigger. Ah, uh, okay. So they're taunting you with that. Yeah, yeah. I've got one here from Linda Dirks that says, "Fuck you! I hate you." That's all. Wow. That's the that's the subject of the email, and there's nothing in the body of the text. <laughs> Someone just wanted to stab out at me. I guess I don't know. Uh, what's this other one? Um, oh oh oh! Final notice, dear Thomas, you were recently chosen as a potential candidate to represent your professional community in the new professional organization of women of excellence recognized. There you go. You go, girl. I know. I feel so so proud. Yeah, I had to save that one. That one's great. You really should because you crossed your excellence crossed gender lines so easily that that nobody even noticed. 
It's amazing. It is. No one even noticed. No. They were like, hey. Hey, it's Fred. And if you've ever taken a girl home, gotten hot and heavy, and then felt embarrassment and panic when you take off your pants and see the look of disappointment on her face, you need to go check this out right now. I'll tell you right now, and I've got proof that anyone who says that size doesn't matter to women is flat out lying to your face and trying to make you feel better. Heck, I just recently asked a focus woman of group, a focus group of women via an anonymous online survey if size matters, and again and again they said, "Oh my God, I hate it when it's small." For a long time, <laughs> that was apparently an online survey r- result. Uh, for for a long time, I didn't know what to tell the guys who'd write in to me to ask how to get bitter. I'd say something like, lame, like, women actually like guys who are smaller. You just have to get good with your hands. Then I found the Bible of Penis Enlargement by this guy named John Collins. What's crazy about this guy? John actually has actual proof of his video of his stuff working. He's got a literal wow. mountain of tes- testimonials from customers saying they're not just added three or even four inches, but vi- but actual videos that can't be faked. Even <laughs> <laughs> yeah, videos that can't be faked. They're like, here's a picture. Here's a video of my penis when it was small. And here it is. And this is totally me when it's huge. Yeah. And they have, like, different tattoos, and the lighting is different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one's, one's a white guy, the next guy's a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> I worked on my tan, too, just coincidentally. Yeah. Yeah, I was, just, I was giving myself total body changeover, you know? Just wanted to swap into the life of someone else for a while, and just see how that felt. Um. It felt pretty good, Mike. It felt pretty good. Yeah, you just go from being a white guy with a small penis to being a black guy with a small penis. <laughs> just like the rest of us. Yeah. Just everyone has everyone has a small penis. You know, if you lose Except weight... Except for guys that are in porn. Yeah. You know, if you lose weight, you gain a visible inch. Yeah. Yeah, I was explaining that years ago to, to somebody that I knew that I said for every, is it like for every 50 pounds you are overweight or something like that, you lose an inch of visible penis. Dude, and I was like, that, yeah. That means I'm like 18 inches long. Yeah, I mean, my cock must be huge That's inside me. Inside me. My, my penis is all inside. inside me. Would you like it inside you? My cock inside. <laughs> Stay warm and cozy. My is there something inside. I can exercise or stretch to make it stick out further? You can exercise your fucking ass up the fucking stair climber. That's what you can do. Yeah. What is it? I, I think I heard once that, that porn stars get, like, some tendon cut so that their dick hangs down instead of arcing upward. That sounds like a really, really poor choice. I, but apparently, I'm pretty sure you know, that tendon it, it, is it releases It releases some of the inner length also. Yeah, but at what cost? I don't know. I mean, I don't know that there was a sufficient amount of, you know, cause and effect 
uh, research done on this to, to know that, you know, when I guess when you're older and your dick doesn't work anymore and it's just like this weird, oddly hanging, almost falling off of your body by its own weight, you know, pud. <laughs> yeah. You uh, maybe you just look back on the olden days fondly and laugh as you get into your Maserati and drive off knowing that you've fucked hundreds of women. I don't know. Hmm. On film. Yeah, that's true. But did you really enjoy it? Yes, I yes, mean, you did. You but probably did, you really, did, yeah. But did you really enjoy it? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that yeah, that you, you enjoyed it as much as uh, as you enjoy sex just in general. Yeah. Like, I oftentimes wonder, I mean, obviously dudes can't really... F- I mean, maybe they can. I don't think any dude could fake an orgasm. How could you, how could you make something, you know, m- make ejaculate without actually climaxing? But I think that the women a lot of times probably don't. They're just like, oh, oh, God, that feels so good. Oh, yes, I love it. And then they're just like, oh, I, I never finish when I'm working. All I'm saying, to agree with you on this, all I'm saying is that when you come on her tits, if that making her come, you got a very special girl, and there seem to all have ended up in porn. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, oh, you know, you come on her tits, she's like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. Oh, God, that's so hot. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh. oh, you're coming on my tits. Yay. I don't do well, a very like, that's good. like the one. I don't do a very yeah, the, good woman coming sound apparently, but <clears throat> it's enough for me. The ones that are that are getting titty fucked and they're like, oh, oh yeah, mm, and I'm like thinking to myself, how about having like some dudes shaved, you know, unit dragging across you, especially if there's just a little bit of stubble, and you're gonna tell me that you're going crazy like it feels good when you're basically getting sandpapered between your tits. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really, porn exists so. I mean, like solely to uh, uh, place placate guys. It, it for the most part, at least it usually has like mm-hmm. that kind of porn in particular. I, I don't. I don't even think many people watch that kind of porn. You know, the really heavily manufactured shit where it's like every girl looks exactly the same. And every every scene is the same, and it always ends with the same facial. It's like mm-hmm. I don't even understand that level of porn where it's like it's all lip the same. Every girl is literally a carbon copy of the last girl in the room. It's like I personally don't subscribe to that anymore. Now, when I was younger, and uh, you know, in the days of the pre-internet, I think I was a lot less choosy and discerning about what I was looking at. Yeah. But nowadays, nowadays, I'm like, bro, if I want to watch a chick fuck a dildo made out of Legos, it's easy enough to find. I don't have to go with the run-of-the-mill old stuff that that I might have when I was younger. And there (laughs) is no love. And there is no love for, for that old stuff to me anymore. The fucking Legos? Legos? <laughs> yeah. You you want to watch someone that you're a sadist. Look, I said if I wanted to. I didn't say I did want to. And that was what you came up with. That was your example. 
that was the first thing that I that I thought of. Yes, and I I don't have any idea why because I do not currently possess any Legos. Well, it just happened to, you know, I'm, it just happened to pop in there because you might decide to chunk together a dildo and fuck yourself to death in the ass with it. Because well, I you mean, know, I mean, if it's the little singular ones, it won't be too much of a of a deal. Now, if it's you know, if I make a nice girthy, you know, uh, butt plug out of it, that could be a different story. I'm feeling like that would probably shred your butthole. Yeah, exactly. These are sharp pieces of plastic. They're not meant for insertion. Well, maybe she sands them down a bit and smooths them off, or. Or uses uh, special ones that are rounded off. Like, maybe she's using Duplo blocks. (laughs) 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 Which led me me directly to thinking of erector sets. (laughs) Oh, God, that would be so bad. Oh... Come on, you always know you wanted to have a little penis cradle made for your from from your erector set, right? Just something oh, that would help dude. lift it up. Naturally. Yeah. A little uh a little penile exoskeleton. Right. Whoop, whoop, Robocock. Drop it. <laughs> your panties, that is. Uh, never has Duplo blocks been mentioned <laughs> in regards to dildos until tonight. We are fucking pioneering some stuff here. I I, mm. I think so. I think so. Well, you are. I'm simply along for the ride, as usual. It's all good. <laughs> I'm simply along for the ride, as you describe how you would sand down and fine-tune and... I mean... My biggest concern is that it's in there, right? And then it breaks off. So you got to get the pieces glued together, you know? And that kind of like, if you have to glue them together, that makes it no longer Lego, right? It sort of becomes like a bespoke plastic toy made with Lego. I still think I'm going to, I still think I'm going to recognize it as being a Lego uh, marital aid. Well, I think if we're gonna make if we're gonna make marital aids out of Legos, we should be going the other direction. We should be using Technic sets, so you can okay. make a vibrating, spinning like tip. You're oh. like, you know, you Could just you spin imagine it. a Lego pocket pussy? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh God. Oh, talk about shredding something. Yeah, they call it the Mangler. I'm going to go ahead and fuck this perfect square. (laughs) (laughs) With a circumference slightly, slightly larger. Well, a circumference. That's not the right words there. Um, With an area slightly larger than the circumference of my penis. I don't don't know. Did I just mix two uh, geography terms that are geography? Oh, my God. Geometry terms that, uh, that you can't put together. You're flailing, man. You're falling I apart. Am. I am. So let's reel it back in, man. Let's talk about the logistics of how this thing's going to get you off. Like, like, so I'm thinking like a series of those tires, the rubber tires that Ooh. are spinning, and then you lube up and you lube up the tires and you sort of slide into that as they're moving. 
But the only problem with that is you got to make sure you're very, very well kempt down there. You know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're even a stray hair loose, that shit's going to get caught up in there. And boy, oh, boy, you're going to have Legos everywhere. Oiled up Legos. Yeah. And uh, and and possibly uh, hair removal in the worst possible uh, place and way that you could that you could probably think of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't want that. That's bad. Do you imagine if you jizzed and little Legos popped out? <laughs> <sighs> the little the little round ones that you use for for lights and stuff like that. Little round ones like that. There are some times when I think this should be a video podcast because <laughs> the face I made had to have been perfect. <laughs> I, I wasn't lo- looking at my webcam, obviously, so I don't know, but... I think the face I probably made was the perfect response to your statement. Coming Legos. Jesus. <sighs> That's all that I know I heard. And uh, I can imagine from many years of making you go, oh, that I uh, I know exactly the face you made. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it would have been a good face. It would have <laughs> been a good face to capture. Be a good face to come on. Yeah, with Legos. <sighs> Mosquito D with Legos just shooting ropes of Legos out. <laughs> <laughs> Lego ropes. <laughs> That's horrible. They'd be this, those little yeah. they'd be those little cylinders. They'd be white cylinders. Oh yeah. Just one unit high by one unit tall or side like it you know what I'm talking about. Like if you're busting out a rope of them, it could be like, you know, 20 of those things together. Yeah, and they go... Now <laughs> 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 I got my eye poked out by his Lego jizz. Do you ever see that <laughs> uh, that uh, foreign uh, Skittles commercial where the guy's on his honeymoon with a girl? And she's like, oh, yeah, give me the rainbow, baby. And he's like, you want the fucking rainbow? Yeah. And she turns around and he shoots fucking Skittles all in her face. I have not seen that. Oh, it's classic. It's fucking beautiful. Is that a real commercial? I don't know if it is or not. I, I it says it's a a uh, like a a forbidden commercial. You know what I mean? Like sometimes hmm, you I hear mean, about those forbidden commercials. Anything goes in Europe apparently and stuff. So it's entirely possible that it could exist. Yeah, I I I, I kind of believe it's real. Because there are places in, in Europe, like you say, who are a lot less hung up over shit like that. They're not like, ew, it's sex. <laughs> uh, cum shots on television. Uh, I kids. guarantee you I would buy more Skittles if I turned my television on. That commercial came on and made me laugh my ass off. Well, Skittles does have very funny commercials, like that one where that guy was sitting at his desk and everything he touched turned to Skittles and this, his phone rang. And he picked, went to pick it up, and the whole thing turned to Skittles and fell apart in his hands. And he goes, damn it, and he bangs <laughs> on his desk, and his whole desk just collapses into Skittles. It's, you know, they have a clever advertising department. They should have had him go into the bathroom and then just hear, ah! you know, screaming, you put two and two together. What did he touch that turned to Skittles and fell away? 
I don't think it works that way on his own body. I mean, that is that I, is that how it worked with King Midas? I was getting ready to say with King Midas, it said everything he touched turned to gold. I don't recall there being a except for his own body. You know what I mean? Like, but did he, he accidentally turn his wang into gold? Well, if it had been his own body, then he would have, within seconds of of being granted this power, he would have unconsciously touched his face, or touched his nose, or scratched his ear, or touched mm-hmm. any some part of his body and become gold and died. And none of the other stuff that he was supposed to learn his lesson from would have happened. He apparently had a really good royal itcher. So he didn't have to do any of that stuff well, until he patted the guy on the back one day, and that well, was it. Here's my question: If someone, if you're the go, if you're Midas, right, and you've got the Midas touch, if mm-hmm. someone touches you, do you, but you didn't touch them, like, is it intent based or is it just contact based? Hmm. That's a good question. Because then no one can ever touch you. Which That's is true. Which is a hell, even if you manage to to never touch anything or anybody, to never allow be allowed to be touched or or have human contact again Hmm. with anybody so if you put gloves on and the gloves then turn to gold would you be able to touch people with those golden gloves and not turn them into gold because it's not making physical contact with your fingertips i think so that would be that would be weird to be like my father showed me the strangest affection always with a golden glove of cold indifference on his hand. <laughs> cold. Oh, father. Father, if only your crippling life experience or your crippling curse had not prevented you from showing us love. <laughs> you cold indifferent bastard I equate all of my jewelry with love because that's all that I know the touch of 24 karat gold yes the way it sparkles in the firelight the way dad couldn't wear any clothes really at all basically at the end <laughs> basically at the end we had to kind of cut out pieces of fabric and shape them and he would touch them and then we would take the pieces and give them to him and he would fashion them into a moving cloak using he just wore cod pieces yeah <laughs> just cod pieces just cod pieces because fucking that's cod pieces Huge. that's literally all that he could that's all that that's all that he could do that would be that would be a terrible and I believe that's the moral of the of that story is that that would be a terrible thing to have happen yeah. to turn everything into gold. Yeah, it's like the lady and the tiger. You don't want either of those outcomes. You know, like yeah, you get the lady, but it's not the lady you wanted and otherwise you get the tiger and that sucks. I mean, unless you're into tigers. Well, I was in high school. I was I was asked to as an assignment, not like they asked me specifically, but um, <laughs> as an assignment, we were asked to like decide how that story ends. You know, the whole lady and the tiger, and I made it so that the princess was up in the stands, was like pointing subtly towards the door. 
And so the prince or the guy, whatever, the suitor, he's he chooses the door she points to, and it's this beautiful woman, and she eats him alive right there in front of everyone. <laughs> Got both. <laughs> yeah, he got both. <laughs> both the lady and the tiger together. The tiger lady. Yeah, the tiger lady. And not just that weird one that got the all the plastic surgery to make her look like a cat. <laughs> oh God, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I do know exactly what you're talking about. Have you ever heard of the King of Soup? No, I haven't. The king of soup. Soup or stoop? Soup. Because you said stoop the first time. No, I said the king of soup. No, you can listen to this. You'll you'll hear it. Anyways. Well, I'm just saying, I I knew this guy. His name was the king of soup. He he had all kinds of soup. and, And if you were nice to him, he'd share with you. But he didn't sell the soup. He made the soup. And it was the most delicious mm. soup that you've ever had. But you had to perform various favors for him. And the favors oh. started out very simple. Like, take this box of whatever over to that woman's house. And you do that. And then as, as the time went on, the soup got better every time, somehow. And, and each time, the task was a little more complicated and a little more shady until finally you were burning down orphanages just to get soup. And it wow. turned out that, yeah, it, he was like some kind of fucking demon from hell. That's a dark and disturbing story. And um, I wasn't expecting that. So I'm very happily going to say I'm sorry, but that's going to have to be a story for another time because we are out of time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like all of the wasted time that we sit looking at things that you don't have any idea about. But we're going to give you some of it this time. Actually, we did. I'm speaking of it in like future tense when I should be saying it in past because you already listened to it. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytime with Tom and Mike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show and get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media, visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah. <laughs>